Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Here we go, another Saturday of live betting, college football action from across Las Vegas as we welcome you in. So happy to have you along. I'm Ben Wilson from the Mandalay Bay. Great show on tap today because Jeff Parles, as always, is joining us from the South Point Sportsbook Studio. And a new addition to the show, incredible honor for both Jeff and myself to welcome this guy in. Paul Stone joining us from the Circus Sportsbook Studios right now. Paul's only been doing this, Jeff, handicapping college football for over three decades. So he, he might have something to add to this show today. <laughs> Paul, how's the view over there at Circa? I'll tell you, it's lively. It's great to uh, be in the month of October and just an honor for me as well to be talking college football with you guys for the next three hours. Looking forward to it. No question. Now, we've got a bunch of games kicking off at the 3.30 Eastern window, so we'll get Paul's thoughts on a bunch of those. You have a number of plays, Paul, coming up. As far as right now, Jeff, you're always sweating something. What's the biggest sweat for you right now as we wind down these early window games? All right, so let's go by worst to first here. I laid it with, <laughs> okay. I, I laid it with Air Force. In retrospect, that's probably a bad play when he got two service academy teams, even though I think Navy is really bad. Air Force is up 13 to 10. That game is probably going to land 13 to 10, so that's a loser. Uh, getting six and a half with Kentucky, that's a sweat right now against Ole Miss. Uh, right now, Illinois, I took seven with them. They're up 34 to 10. Uh, it might be lights out for your guy, uh, Paul Chris, there in Madison, Ben. Now, he could be on a very hot seat uh, very soon. And then I laid 10 with Michigan. I know Iowa with the hook at 10 and a half was a pretty popular play at the network. Just one of those. If you want to beat me, score more than seven points. 
Right now, Iowa not doing that 20 to 7. Michigan in front right now, Ben. And probably the biggest game from a general top 25 perspective to start this early slate, guys. What's going on in Oxford, Kentucky, and Ole Miss? This fourth quarter just alone has been pretty ridiculous where Lane Kiffin goes for it on a fourth and goal at the four, does not get it on a Jackson Dart incomplete pass. Then Will Levis in Kentucky driving to at least tie, if not take the lead. Levis fumbles just outside the red zone, and Ole Miss gets the ball back. We're inside two minutes now to go in a spot where, uh, Paul, we talk about where popular dogs were at, where sharp money was at. This was a play, it seemed like a lot of respected money and public money was on Kentucky most of the week, driving this from seven and a half through the key number of seven, closing Ole Miss laying the six and a half. Uh, what have you made of what we've seen here in the back and forth, especially the fourth quarter with both teams coughing up the ball? Right, I tell you, I think Kentucky was a, uh, you know, a popular underdog. They uh, got Christopher Rodriguez back today, obviously, uh, which is a boost to that running game. The Wildcats have not been running the ball uh, all that well, despite their seventh, uh, number seven ranking to this point. But uh, really interesting, uh, great crossover game in the SEC, back and forth, yeah. uh, hanging in the balance. And uh, I've got uh, Kentucky plus seven, so I've got a vested interest in that game as well. But uh just a, a great conference football game for us. Ben, one, one thing in this game that really stands out, Kentucky's special teams has cost them five points. In a three-point game, obviously that's the difference right now. Missed field goal and two a blocked PAT and an aborted PAT. So right now it's just one of those where this has been a pretty even game. Kentucky's defense much better in the second half than they were earlier in the game. But this right now, the difference in this ballgame is that Kentucky special teams, not good enough. And, Paul, look, we know this. When you go on the road in the SEC, when you're playing a really talented team like the Rebels, you got to be perfect in special teams, and Kentucky has not been that today. Right. I mean, Kentucky, the way they win, you know, is they, they win the turnover battle. They uh, play good special teams. They play sound defense. They run the football. and. Mm -hmm. Like you said, when you're going on the road to play a ranked team in the SEC West, you know, you can't have too many missteps. And Kentucky perhaps has had too many in terms of winning the game, but uh, still a little football to be played. So uh, we'll see how it turns out. That live line down right now at BetMGM as we go into the final couple minutes of that game. Kentucky out of timeouts, third and 11 for Ole Miss coming up. Presumably, we'll be able to run the clock down inside 90 seconds to go. If anything, that has been a dead under from the start, closing 54 and a half. We're sitting at 41 points right now in the final two minutes. A number of teams, though, today, especially in the top 25, getting pretty significant scares as sizable favorites. Uh, we go to the Big Ten. Jeff, you were talking about one favorite in Wisconsin getting blasted at home by Illinois today. How about Minnesota in a potential letdown spot coming off of a big win in East Lansing last week? And it's certainly profiled to be that way today with how Minnesota came out in this game. Goes down quickly, 10 to nothing. For head coach P.J. Fleck, with Aiden O'Connell, the Purdue quarterback, he was a game-time decision. We saw a bunch of movement to the Boilermakers when he was activated pregame from about 12 on Minnesota's end all the way down to 9.5. Purdue just kicked a field goal to go up by three there in the Twin Cities, just about 5.5 left. Purdue trying to pull off another stunner here, Jeff, as a near double-digit dog up by three right now. You think Mo Ibrahim is important for Minnesota, guys? I mean, he hasn't played it all today. I haven't, Twitter has really not been pretty conclusive on what the reason is for Ibrahim's absence today. But without him taking a carry, 
Minnesota, a usually very good running team, has 26 carries for 47 yards. That's under two yards a carry. So that's your story of the game right now. Both teams have turned the ball over a bunch. Uh, Tanner Morgan, one of his interceptions was a really just ridiculous drop by a receiver in the end zone that deflected up in the air and turned into an easy interception for Purdue. But look, Ben, you, you mentioned it. You can be in a big time, big time letdown spot when you go on the road and smash a conference opponent like Minnesota did last week. Very lackluster. Something just happened somewhere, guys. Oh, Michigan! There you go. That's going to be a Michigan, cover. Jeff. That's going to be a cover for me and the, <laughs> and the Wolverines. Quorum's in. It's twenty-six to seven in Iowa City. Uh, but look, guys, it just it really it, the Big Ten West is a mess right now because Iowa has no offense. Wisconsin is as bad as they've been in a long time. Minnesota could be losing a home game to Purdue, who I don't think is particularly good. Whoever wins that division is just setting up to be a sacrificial lamb to Ohio State and Indianapolis. No question. And you look at how that has played out. We're at sitting right now, Purdue now minus 190 on the live money line. Minnesota plus 155. Where the books that are offering it have that game still up inside five minutes to go. Minnesota getting the ball back down by three. This is a game that doesn't have many live betting implications right now, but I need to get Paul's thoughts on what is going on with Oklahoma. Brent Venables got off to a pretty good start, won his first few games in charge of the Sooners as their, as the first-year head man there, but this is back-to-back weeks. Sooners gave up 41 at home as a two-touchdown favorite to Kansas State, lose last week. Now go on the road. Quarterback Dylan Gabriel leaves this game early and has been ruled out since. But the bigger issue has been defensively. TCU 55 points today, Paul, in a spot where the Horned Frogs at home coming off a pretty emotional game for Sonny Dykes, the first-year head coach against his former team in SMU. TCU is a five-point dog, has never been in doubt today. What have you made of this one? Well, I think a couple of weeks ago when Oklahoma went to Lincoln and uh, – defeated the Cornhuskers uh, in very easy fashion. I think it was kind of fool's gold. I think a lot of people put a lot of stock in that game, but I think we would all agree the Cornhuskers weren't a very good team then. They're not a very good team now. And uh, Oklahoma's got issues. You know, I said it in the offseason. A lot of people are uh, very excited about the hiring of Brent Venables, uh, widely regarded as one of the best defensive coordinators in all of college football, most recently Uh, spending many years in that position at Clemson under Dabo Sweeney. And before that, of course, he was defense coordinator at Oklahoma under Bob Stoops. But they've got defensive issues. I I think I read that uh, Venable said maybe 40% of his roster was new. So in the age of the transfer portal, there's obviously a lot of turnover on rosters. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. I think a lot of Oklahoma's best players are at Southern Cal and – other points, and I think things might get worse before they get better this year for the Sooners. It's been a really ugly couple of weeks, and Oklahoma got the money this week from four-point favorites up to five-point favorites. Not sure how much of that was maybe recent history in this matchup. Six and one, the Sooners' last seven against the number against TCU, but that recent trend has not worked out very well today. Jeff, I'll hit you with one more Big 12 game where Texas Tech and Kansas State, this has been a wild back-and-forth affair it looked like Chris Kleiman's Wildcat team were going to boat race the Red Raiders out of the shoot up 13-0 right away. But give credit to Texas Tech. They make a big rally, tie this game at 20, only for K-State to reel off 17 in a row. Wildcats right now comfortably covering that closing 7.5-point number. Total has already gone over most of those closing 56 numbers right now. 
And I know this was a spot you were really interested in, Jeff, considering both teams come off emotional underdog outright victories last week. I ended up staying out of this game, Ben, but this has just been the Adrian Martinez show. Really, it's been the Kansas State run attack show. K-State, 33 carries as a team, 320 yards rushing. It's almost 10 yards a carry. That's pretty good. Martinez with 171 of those by himself and three scores. But look, it's a new age in the Big 12 this year. K-State with that win in Norman and now look, that win may not be as good as it looked like a week ago with what Oklahoma has done today in Fort Worth. But that race to get to Arlington, especially if Baylor can saddle Oklahoma State with a loss later today, that race to Arlington is wide open in the Big 12. And Kansas State with a road win in Norman last week and now beating Texas Tech, they're right in the thick of it, Ben. And Martinez today, even though the passing numbers look somewhat pedestrian, 12 and 19, 116 yards and a touchdown, it's been ridiculous on the ground. 12 carries, 171 yards and three scores alone for Adrian Martinez, the transfer from Nebraska now at Kansas State. We're winding down this early window. Still a lot of games up for grabs. One main marquee game we haven't mentioned yet, Louisville is in a tight one right now. Scott Satterfield's group on the road in, the, in this particular spot here. This has been a wild game. Louisville up, th up two right now on Boston College, 33-31, laying 13 or 13 and a half at close, a game that has flown over a pregame 48 total. We'll update you on a quick in-game line when we return, and then it's time to get Paul Stone's thoughts. All the biggest games coming up in the 3.30 p.m. Eastern window. We've got some big ones. Alabama, Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Paul Stone has plays on those games and more, so we'll get his thoughts when we return. Just getting started on a Saturday from across Las Vegas here on Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, who's really good? Creighton. You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only
only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're back. Hour number one of Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from Mandalay Bay updating a couple scores right now that have just gone final. We'll get into some of the big previews here. Marquee matchups coming up that start in about 15 minutes. Get Paul Stone's thoughts on those games. Paul joining us from Circa. Jeff Parles with us from the South Point. Uh, but it's over at the Grove and for both Jeff and Paul, you guys get there taking the seven with Kentucky as the Wildcats ended up closing plus six and a half. They fumble going in for a potential game-winning touchdown. So a brutal loss if you took Kentucky out right here on the money line in the over 2-1 to one range in this spot, as high as plus 210 on the money line. Will Levis, second fumble in the fourth quarter, and he loses the ball inside the 10-yard line on a strip sack. Ole Miss recovers. Rebels hang on 22-19. And a scoreless fourth quarter keeps this game well under that 54-and-a-half total. Jeff, real quick thought from you with this game. Probably the best game we had in this early window so far coming to an end here. You know, it's one of those weird box score games where Ole Miss at halftime was pretty clearly the better side. But in the end, I thought Kentucky outplayed them in the second half. And it's very simple. When you leave points on the board in a road game against a really good team, you're going to lose. 
and especially when you turn it over twice in the old Miss Red Zone like Kentucky did in the fourth quarter. So really big missed opportunity for Kentucky, for Ole Miss. They stay alive in that SEC West, but I don't really change my view on, on Ole Miss. They're probably going to be undefeated going into that Alabama game, and they will probably get walloped in that Alabama game. Rebels going to 5-0. and Kentucky first loss of the season, dropping to 4-1. and The other final I'll mention real quick, this gave the underbetters quite the scare at the end <laughs> as Iowa and Michigan combined for three touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone, but that very low total of 42 just narrowly stays under. Final score, Michigan 27, Iowa 14, as Jeff had talked about earlier to start the show. Hawkeyes, very popular underdog, catching over double digits in a low total game, but Michigan was the right side the whole way. Iowa shut out through a half. Your final, Michigan 27 and Iowa 14. So Kinnick Stadium, where these top five teams have traditionally gone to die. If you look at how the last six games, teams had gone one and five outright with a couple of wins for Iowa as 20 or more point underdogs. That trend reversed today. So Jim Harbaugh's Michigan Wolverines get the win. Let's transition to our games coming up here. About 15 minutes left to get your bets in for the 3.30 p.m. Eastern games. And we'll start with three really big top 25 matchups as we kick it to Paul Stone, our longtime seasoned handicapper over at Circus Sports. Paul, we'll go with Alabama and Arkansas first. In Fayetteville, we've seen Arkansas at this point take a little bit of money after the early wave was all Alabama, opening around 14 and a half, as high as 17 and a half before some buyback back to the Razorbacks. We're sitting right around 17 at this point. Uh, what was your angle looking at this handicap between the Crimson Tide and Razorbacks today in Fayetteville? I really think this situation uh, sits up, uh, sets up well, rather, for Arkansas, Ben. Uh, you look at Alabama, the last season and these few games, the month of September in 2022, Alabama has not been the same team on the road, nor has Bryce Young, last year's Heisman Trophy winner, been the same quarterback on the road. I mean, starting with the first road game last year, and in all these games, Alabama a two to a three touchdown favorite on the road as they are today in Fayetteville. But last year at Florida, as a 14 and a half point favorite, they escaped 31 to 29. Then they go to Texas A&M as an 18 point favorite. We know what happened there. They lose 41 38. The next week, they did cover against Mississippi State, uh, beat the Bulldogs 49 9. And then the final game of 2021, Thanksgiving Saturday, as a 21-point favorite, they trailed Auburn 10-0 to midway through the fourth quarter. Bryce Young had to rally the tide. They tied it at 10 uh, at the end of regulation, eventually won in four overtimes. And then their first road game this year in week two, the trip to Austin, as about a 21-point favorite. They escape with a last-second field goal. 20-19 uh, to 19 to defeat the Longhorns. So they hadn't been the same team on the road. Arkansas coming off a loss. Sam Pittman 6-4 and four off a loss uh, in his three seasons there. 14-4 and four as an underdog is Sam Pittman at Arkansas. I like the Hogs plus 17-and-a-half. Woo pig for Paul Stone today there in, uh, in Fayetteville. Uh, Jeff, anything for you on this one? I have Arkansas. I took the points. Same, same sort of things that Paul just said. Coming off a, a loss to your biggest rival, getting it back at home. Alabama struggled on the road, and let's face it, Quinn Ewers gets he doesn't get hurt in Austin in week two. We're talking about Alabama with a loss already on the road. So Paul and I agree here. There we go. 
one of three different matchups between two top 25 teams in this second window of the day. Still about 10 minutes to get your bets in, so let's go to another one. Uh, Paul, as we look to the Big 12 rematch of last year's Big 12 championship game, it came down to the final play, and Baylor survived, dashing any of Oklahoma State's hopes to make it into the college football playoff. You look at this matchup today where both teams come in off to excellent starts. Sooners unbeaten while Baylor has bounced back with two back-to-back -back covers after their loss in Provo against BYU a couple weeks back. Bears sitting at about a two-and-a-half-point favorite market-wide, 55-and-a-half-year total. What do you expect to see in a rematch here between two elites in the Big 12? Well, you know, first of all, Oklahoma State has the advantage of coming off of a bye, uh, but the Cowboys have been, you know, they've been playing at home their first three games. Uh, they're playing Baylor on the road, obviously, in Waco today. They've also been punching down in weight a little bit to this early point in the season. Uh, Baylor, on the other hand, they are clearly the more tested club to this point in the season. They've had road games at both BYU and Iowa State splitting those games. Uh, you look at Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders. When he's good, he can really be good, but he has had turnover problems throughout his career there in Stillwater. Against Baylor in those two games last year, Spencer Sanders threw one touchdown pass through a total of seven interceptions. So I don't know that's a small sample size, but Sanders has not been in his best uh, to this point against Baylor. And frankly, I'm a little bit concerned about Oklahoma State's defense uh, in their opener against Central Michigan. And a lot of the, the points and the yardage that the Chippewas got clearly in garbage time but Central Michigan, 44 points and 546 yards against Oklahoma State. Baylor doesn't have the same type of skill position people at the running back and wide receiver positions that they had last year. But I just have fewer questions about the Bears. I like Baylor to win by a field goal more or more today over Oklahoma State. Paul, you and, you and I are in, in, in the same spot here. I, I, laid, with, I, I laid it with Baylor. Uh, use your quarterback. Baylor didn't use Shapin at all in the second half against BYU. They lost that game. Shapin was great last week at Ames. I think he'll be able to be be able to move the ball against his Oklahoma State defense. And like you said, with with, with Spencer, just a kid who turns the ball over against elite defenses, and Baylor has one. Ben, couple of picks for both Jeff and Paul, both on the same side so far. We'll throw one at one more at you, Paul, before we get to a break here in the Wake Forest Florida State game, our third game of this late window. Couple of top 25 teams. You have the Demon Deacons off the emotional double overtime loss where they do cover against Clemson at home last week in that 51-45 loss. Meanwhile, you have a Florida State team comes in undefeated and absolutely uh, took their opponent last week in uh, at least when we saw Boston College go to Tallahassee. Took BC to the woodshed as an 18.5-point favorite a week ago. Undefeated Seminoles now welcoming in the Demon Deacons. And as we look at this line right now with kickoff approaching, uh, we've seen this one settle in. Still a, still a five out there where Jeff is at South Point, but six pretty much market-wide on the Seminoles. So what's the angle here, Paul? Well, first of all, I'm bullish on Florida State. I mean, this Florida State team, uh, dating back to the middle of last year, they're 9-3 and three straight up. Jordan Travis has taken the next step. I mean, he's one of the better quarterbacks in all of the Atlantic Coast Conference. They might be without a key player today. Uh, their defensive end, Jared Verse, who's a transfer from FCS Albany, really played well the first few games for the Seminoles. He's going to suit up, but his availability up in the air he didn't play last week against uh, Boston College due to an unspecified uh, injury. 
with Sam Hartman back at quarterback looking at Wake Forest uh, after missing the opener due to a blood clotting issue. You know, the Demon Deacons, they're back to their high-scoring ways. You mentioned the overtime loss uh, against Clemson last week, losing in overtime 51-45. to Clemson, not that great in the secondary perhaps, but they have a great front seven. You score 45 points against the Tigers. Again, I'm bullish on Florida State, but heavy is the head that wears the crown. They are now a nationally ranked team. They are the favorite. I think the six and a half are a little too little too tasty. I'm going to take the Demon Deacons plus six and a half over Florida State. And we've seen that come down as well. It's as low as five at the South Point, again, where Jeff is at. Got as high as six and a half in the market. Paul Stone on Florida State. Couple quick finals as we go out to break. It is over at Camp Randall. Illinois gets the job done. 34-10 is six and a half point dogs over Wisconsin. And Purdue stunning Minnesota on the road, 20 to 10 catching nine and a half in that spot. On the other side, Jimmy Vaccaro joins the set here on Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSEN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our picks at a glance. That's every single day. It's a recap of our top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video. Season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the end of the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Happy to be with you. It's Live Bet Saturday. I'm Jeff Parles here at the South Point. We'll get back to Paul Stone and Ben Wilson in a little bit. But to my right, I'm the living legend himself, Uh Jimmy Vaccaro, with us. Uh, the man who uh, made the odds for who murdered Mr. Burns back in the day. That was me. It was you. <laughs> um, and plenty more. Jimmy, it's a pleasure to always see you. It's my pleasure, young man. And let me just pass that on because uh, I obviously walk around quite a bit. I obviously meet more people doing what I do. And I want to tell you, and it's with all sincerity, never, never has there been one negative thing said about the shows that you guys all do. And that's just a compliment because uh, when, when me and Brent sat here five years ago, just about now, uh, talking about maybe what can we do somewhere down the line, and this is what happened. I know there's a studio downtown now with those people, and I know you're all over the country. A quick one. Yes. I'm, I'm from back east, our little town called Trafford, and uh, I was back there this summer, so I went to get us a pizza. We were going to watch Jeopardy and have a little of a pizza. So I walked in this little pizza shop in Monroeville, Pennsylvania, which is 2,500 miles from where we're at right now. And I ordered the pizza to be picked up. And I looked up and I says, that's VEASAN. I said, here's the TV and it's, I'm 2,500 miles away. And so the lady was there. It was really nice. And I said, uh, you know, do you watch that off? She said, no, but a lot of people come in and ask you know, what time that, that show starts. So here it is, 2,500 miles later. You guys are doing a great job. You're all over the country. Making an old timer look like me look uh, not a bad decision. <laughs> We appreciate it, Jimmy, and we we wouldn't be here without you and Chris and Vinny and as Vinny, well. Yes, so. no doubt. Yeah, we, it was like a, a labor of love, so it, it's been a lot of sense. And and here we come on a day like this with a huge Saturday as far as people showing up, and it all started with uh, the shows. We were talking about it before we started here, uh, Jimmy. Just the crowd here mm-hmm. behind us today, 
full boat behind us. Yeah. We'll be a full boat again tomorrow yes. for the NFL. It just nothing brings out the betters like football season. Well, uh, I can give you a quick history report on that one. Please. I landed in 1975, January 4th, about uh, maybe 18 months or two years later. Michael Gaughan, the guy that owns the South Point, uh, opened up his little sports book at the Royal Inn Casino. Well, then he threw a young kid whose hair was black at the time. <laughs> And said, come on, we're going to open up a sports book. I said, I don't know how to open up a sports book. I know about the betting to some degree. And he said, no, we'll do it. So that was in 1977. So I'm going on year like 45 or 46 being behind the counter. And what I've seen, I marveled. And I like to say that, like, I was here when it was just like spit on your floor, swear every 10, <laughs> 10 seconds. But that has changed quickly. In the early 80s when things started to hop up and uh, – and, and at that time, for every $1 we would have a bet on college, there'd be four on the NFL. Right. Now it's dead-ass even. Wow. Uh, as far as like uh, – now, in the big region, uh, ESPN, let's give them a credit. Every game's on television. People enjoy it, and they like to obviously come in waves. Uh, we had a big rush at 9 o'clock. We'll have a rush at 12.30, a rush at 4.30. So when you look at all that and you say, wow, it really, really works, and, and here it is. And I'm glad to be a part of it now after all these years. Well, you, you just answered my question without <laughs> – me asking it okay. just uh these college football days yeah. are now every bit what the nfl is yes. betting wise. yes there's no doubt about it and obviously uh, uh there's a lot of people personally on my i can i can watch the college games the prayer games are obviously there's a big you know big decisions in them but uh, i could watch a college game with no decision on it that's how uh, good i feel about it. and we're coming up in the uh, uh, the alabama game uh, that's going to be a big 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 bet, so we'll see what happens there, even as a 17-point favorite. So, like I said, the people demanded it, they got it, and here we go. And let me tell you something, young man. I think we're at about 30 states now that has uh, legalized mm -hmm. sports betting. Uh, three to five years, I think everyone except Utah will have uh, sports betting. So it's just it's going to be kind of fun. Knowing what I know, knew there and what it is now where it's going makes me feel pretty good. We'll never have Utah because it's written into the state constitution <laughs> that there can't be gambling. But 49 out of 50 would be pretty good if we did that. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And you know good. what? A lot of people thought that, uh, you know, if we infiltrated every state in the union, like people wouldn't enjoy it as much. They enjoy it more, and they're going to keep enjoying it more. And it's, it, believe me, it, we don't do all of this unless the demand was there. So that's all I can tell you. Jimmy, looking at these early college games, I know mm -hmm. that you, you came on before a lot of them were done. But right. There were some results that are pretty obvious, like Oklahoma's getting yeah. thrashed by TCU. Mm -hmm. uh, Illinois went to Wisconsin, thrashed Wisconsin as a touchdown underdog. What results, at least that going in, that you you needed that seemed well, to have come? Or, well, understand, way? like you know, we obviously have the phone apps. We're obviously a, a well-known place, but we're still not a big place. You know, right. we only have we run this, we run the uh, the rampart up north, and. Uh, Usually when you get a good favorite that's knocked down, or at least good, because 75% of our business is, is uh, obviously revolve around the parlors and whatever. So with, I can tell you this. Off to a good start with Oklahoma getting their ass kicked. That's right. all I can tell you. And it'll be, it, the 1230s will be good if we give one of those Ohio State, uh, Illinois, you know, whatever, uh, and the Alabama. We need, we need just one every session. We get beat up every now and then, but in the long run, it's been okay. Right. Alabama about to start against Arkansas. <laughs> okay. 17 is right. the close. Are there. You mentioned Ohio State. 
Uh, Ohio State almost 40-point favorites yeah, right. against uh, the State University of New Jersey at Rutgers. Uh, and then there's other games as well, like that big game in Waco. Right. Well, Baylor and Oklahoma State looking like two and a half is going to be your closing mm-hmm. number with yeah. Baylor favorite. Uh, re- remember also, like, you know, when we put them up, when Chris obviously does, uh, Chris does most of the work on the numbers. Uh, it's just like we understand that we would open maybe some of the favorites a little higher knowing that our crowd will bet on the favorites. So, you know, we're making them pay a price uh, if they want to lay 27 or 41, but they don't mind. NFL-wise tomorrow, Jimmy, of course, different. Most of the same bettors will be back, but it is a different sort of day to be betting because, of course, you have 90-some-odd games today in college football, and then, of course, tomorrow we only have our 14. A little different in the NFL is, is, first of all, a local place like us, a, a, a place that obviously caters to like what you would call the uh, the easy type of better, you got to knock out one of the teaser games early. Right. Teasers have gone from when they were not even thought about 30 years ago, they're a big deal now, especially with the NFL. That is why a long time ago, seven-point teaser, you could lay it for even money. Now you lay a seven-point teaser minus $1.40, which shows you we got our ass kicked for 20 years with these teasers, but we right. finally caught up. You going to be awake tomorrow for the London game? I'm always, uh, I'm always awake. Put it that way. You know, when you get the stuff in in your blood and like I've grown up with it, yeah, I'll, I'll know who who we have and who we root for early on. Right. Of course, tomorrow with first of the multiple yeah. international games, three mm-hmm. in London this year, and then the Bucks will play in Germany later this year as well. Remember, they tried Mexico, but it was so rainy, muddy one day that when they, they had to move the, the ball, game to LA, had, and the, the ball stuck in the ground, I guess, yeah. because it was so. It was so, but it's going to be everywhere. Make make note, it's going to be everywhere. Yeah, they will also be in Mexico this year as well. Arizona plays oh. uh, San Francisco. Oh, they later. do. I didn't know about yeah, that. So that's yeah. five actually international okay. games this year for the NFL. Jimmy, we we got about two minutes here in this segment. Just we were mentioning it earlier. Again, almost sixty percent of the country legal. Yeah. Did you ever think this would be what it is now? Yes. You did. Yeah. I did. I can. I made a lot of things that didn't come about, but the betting, you know, you could feel it and see it by the amount of people that showed up. And one, oh, one quick one. Yes. I, we're, it's, it's break time. We're coming. Everybody's waiting all morning long to watch the Nebraska game play, right? Nebraska was a big deal. Everybody wanted to watch it. And we turned the TV, well, the turn TV on. Grand Valley College was playing. In those days, it wasn't a slam dunk that you were going to get the big game of the week. They came over the counter after me, thinking that I was the one who took off the Nebraska game, put on Grand Valley. So thank you, Grand Valley, 40 years ago. Great. Do you remember who they were playing? It doesn't matter. I was trying to get out of the joint. Did, did you have a line on that game? Absolutely. There we go. That's there all that go. matters, right? All right. Guys. Take <laughs> Jimmy, it easy. It's been Jimmy, nice talking Jimmy's to you. Jimmy's always my Jimmy for car, everyone. If you if you come to the South Point, just look for <laughs> the white hoodie or the white shirt, as always. You'll find Jimmy around. And we'll actually see a lot of Jimmy these next few weeks. Jimmy will be with us tomorrow as well. Whatever you want. We'll, to see, you. we'll see you next week as all well. All right, buddy. That's great as always. Stay Jimmy well. Carl, everyone. By the way, quickly here with Paul Stone's plays if you can still get it the kansas game has not started yet paul is on the jayhawks getting plus three and a half against the iowa state cyclones tread carefully as well i am on kansas as well so uh take that as you may uh right there one halftime line i do want to get before we bring paul and ben back in in the pac 12 a good game in salt lake city right now utah leading oregon state 21 to 13 at the break Beavers 13 and a half point underdogs at the break and a total of 60 and a half. I might go over in the second half. Both teams moving the football. We'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to do a little more box score diving 
during the commercial break. Paul Stone, Ben Wilson, they're both back with us next. We continue on Live Bet Saturday here on VSIN. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, bro. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. 
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we welcome you back, it's Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. Pleased to welcome back to the show Paul Stone, who you can follow at Paul Stone Sports from our Circus Sportsbook studio, Jeff Parles. Great job, Jeff, by the way, hanging out with the legend Jimmy Vaccaro over at South Point. I'm Ben Wilson at Mandalay Bay. We'll get to another game for Paul here about to kick off. Paul has a play on this Texas A&M Mississippi State spot, which kicks off in about 15 minutes. First, though, as we update all these games coming to an end in the first window of games, the noon Eastern kickoffs here in college football, we're going to end up with, Jeff, five different dogs, four of whom were at least two to one on the money line or higher, winning outright, punctuated by this big upset in B.C. where Boston College gets a 26-yard field goal from Connor Litton in the final couple minutes and hangs on. Scott Satterfield, head coach of Louisville, Goes down as near two touchdown favorites here, Jeff. So big day for the dogs. They are out and barking, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so, Ben. Uh, but you are burying the lead right now. Because we are in Lee Corso. Take the picture right now, Greg Schiano. Uh, in, 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 in the horseshoe. A muffed punt by Ohio State leads to a touchdown for Rutgers. As almost a 40-point underdog. 7 nothing Scarlet Knights right now at the wow. shoe. The line is currently off the board. I'm waiting for it to repopulate. Ben, I am going to say this right now. If you can find a Rutgers team total, bet it under. They're not scoring again. They just scored on a 15-yard field. The first drive before that, they went backwards. If you can find a Rutgers team total under, I would bet that right now. Waiting for a live line to populate. I'm, st I'm, I'm now waiting with bated breath, guys, to see what this line <laughs> ends up being. For, for what it is worth, this game closed Ohio State laying 40 and a total of 58. Let's <laughs> let that sink in for a second with how big of a discrepancy that is coming in. The other early game that has also gone final, Kansas State gets off to a big start, blows a 13-point lead, then pulls away from Texas Tech late, winning that game 37-28. Wildcats get the job done for head coach Chris Kleiman. Game goes over the 55-and-a-half or 56 total. Wildcats laying 7-and-a-half in that one. The only other game we're waiting to officially go final from the early window, but we added it all. We added it prematurely to the list of underdogs who have won outright because TCU is blasting Oklahoma right now, uh, waiting for that game to finish up, but it is 55-24 TCU with about seven minutes to go. Uh, again, we're going to talk about the games as they come up. We have one game here starting at the 4 o'clock Eastern hour, one other FBS game coming up at 5.30 Eastern. We'll get Paul Stone's thoughts on all these games as we approach kickoff. You look at Texas A&M, though, Paul, a team that since transitioning to Max Johnson at quarterback after the devastating home loss is a near three-touchdown favorite to Appalachian State, A&M, they've been able to win back-to-back -back games, covering each time, 
in very narrow fashion. How much of smoke and mirrors are you looking at when you see this A&M offense with the two games at quarterback here for Max Johnson? Well, I think, you know, Max Johnson, I think, has represented an improvement uh, over their opening game starter, Haynes King, but I think it's only been a modest improvement. Uh, obviously, the Aggies got the uh, victory last week over Arkansas uh, on the uh, strip fumble from K.J. Jefferson and the some 85-yard return for touchdown that uh, ultimately was the difference in the game and the victory for the Aggies. But this A&M team, they are still a offensively challenged team. Their offensive line is having great difficulty uh, making any room for Devon A-Chain and, and their other backs. They don't have, especially with the loss now of Anaya Smith, who's been lost to injury, uh, their top wide receiver. They don't have any really top-level SEC-type receivers. Defensively, however, they are very, very strong. They had to replace their entire front four. We've all heard about Texas A&M's recent recruiting classes the last two or three years, and a lot of that talent has been accumulated on the defensive line and a lot of those new starters are those five-star type recruits uh, that they've been getting there in College Station the last several recruiting cycles. So they're only going to get better and better up front. A&M has one of the top, I'd say, ten defenses in all of college football. I'm going to keep playing A&M games to go under until I see something to convince me otherwise. Makes sense. Last three have gone comfortably under. If you start with the Appalachian State game, 17-9 win for A&M, but the last two against Miami at home, and as Paul was just alluding to, the Arkansas matchup, the combined output allowed 30 points in, in those two spots. Seeing it right now, Mississippi State at home, up to now four-and-a-half-point favorites. This was sitting four most of the week, and the total has come down. So a lot of the respected money, just like Paul Stone on that same side, from 46-and-a-half now as low as 44 here in some shops. Jeff, anything sidewise you're looking at in this spot? No, not, not at this point. It would have been Mississippi State early in the week, but right now, now that you're starting to see four in a hook, uh, no, no thanks, I'll stay out of this. Let's see if we can get something in-game here. Jeff having himself a pretty nice early slate. So, Paul, not trying to get too crazy here. <laughs> what Jeff Parles, he's enjoying well, himself so far. Well, well, ben, uh, well, ben, yeah, well ahead, ben, this this slate, Paul and I have most of the same stuff. So, we're going to be either go, going well together or not so well together on this 1230 uh, local time here in Vegas slate. We'll see how it all uh, plays out, at, at least for now. Game's just kicking off here in that 3.30 Eastern window. We'll get you updates on the, on the other side as well. We'll go back. Jeff, you were talking about this before our last break. Halftime lines, we try to focus on those, particularly on these shows, since from an in-game perspective, you're able to get in. You actually have time if you're watching us, and if you're trying to bet, you're able to shop lines. It doesn't have to be just a split-second in-game decision that we have for so many of these other scenarios. So let's look at you at the uh, at the halftime line right now uh, in the Pac-12 matchup at the moment. Utah hosting Oregon State at the at the at the moment here we're seeing Utah 21-13 at the break. It is a market that settled into Utah minus five for the second half with a total here of around 25 and a half. Uh, Paul, I'll ask you this: you you've made such a reputation on betting pregame numbers, moving markets before games kicked off. How active in general are you in game or or on halftime lines, just in a general sense? Well, Ben, to be blunt about it, not very. You know, I'm, I know that that's kind of the uh, the new way of betting for many bettors, and, and I think there's some value. But I always say, you know, I, I want to be sure that I'm not a, you know, a jack of all trades and a master of none. 
and I've already got so much on my plate uh, with what I do in terms of, of betting games, openers here at Circa every Sunday, uh, so forth and so on. I'm not really that active in the uh, uh, in the in-game uh, wagering markets, a little more so in the halftime markets, but only really to hedge positions and to try to create opportunities for middles. Totally understand that. You think about, and I, it's funny you say that, uh, try, not, uh, trying to avoid being a jack-of-all-trades. It's definitely what I am. I'm definitely an expert of none, Paul. I'm, just, I'm trying to look at every uh, different possible angle. Uh, and it, it's funny how it, you know, it all kind of works out into, you know, to each his own, so to speak. And Paul's had tremendous success, 56% against the number here, over 800 uh, releases over the past decade or so. Uh, but you look at at least a spot like this, Jeff, what I, fi I find interesting on this spot, Chance Nolan comes out, throws a couple of picks in his first seven attempts for Oregon State. In a matchup where Beavers just played an emotional, down-to-the-wire game against USC, losing by a field goal last week, going to a second quarterback already in Ben Goldbrinson, who's just one of five, only completion goes for 63 yards. You consider that, you would think Utah would be up more, wouldn't you, Jeff? Only up eight at the break right now, laying yeah, double digits. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, of course, this is for the dozens of people who have the Pac-12 network uh, today for uh, this game. I liked over pre-flop at 55. I still don't mind it at 25 and a half second half, so that's 59 and a half on the adjusted number. The one concern is, is Oregon State's numbers look significantly better because of that 63-yard play from Cole Branson at the end of the half. So now I would tread a little carefully here uh, on whatever you would do at this halftime. Utah has been the better team in this game, though. Until that 63-yard completion, Jeff, Oregon State quarterbacks – a combined two for 11 for 26 yards and two interceptions. Not necessarily a strategy for optimal success going on the road, especially to Salt Lake City. As we wrap up our first hour here on the show, our VEASAN Pro Tip of the Hour. Pay attention to home and road splits when handicapping different college football teams. A great example that Paul Stone was giving out earlier, Alabama, for example. Just because a team like the tie dominate and cover the spread at home doesn't mean they're always worth the same price on the road and we've seen the struggles already Alabama throws an interception on their opening drive we'll update that and much more on the other side here on live bet Saturday whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility. From football playoffs to basketball madness, 
TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.